Now, isn't that why you hear those like just fantastic stories of like the Donald Trumps of the world that just, you know, are paper billionaires and then overnight they're in debt the exact same amount of money because they're just over leveraged and then all of a sudden they wake up and the market turns and they're just crushed. Welcome to the Get Invested podcast where we share conversations I've enjoyed with experts from all walks of life to uncover their secret know-how on where they invest their time, their skills and their money and the benefits this has created. Get Invested helps you to live more, work less, and leave a legacy by investing now. Listen to the show to discover top tips on how to get started, to make the most of your investment journey, and ultimately to be living the dream. More episodes can be found on iTunes or at khgroup.com.au forward slash get invested. Thanks for listening, and let's get invested. Welcome to a special ambush version of Get Invested. A short, sharp, and shiny episode with one of the world's most successful podcasters, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneurs on Fire fame. I was very lucky to spend a few days with JLD and his lovely partner Kate at the We Are Podcast conference in Brisbane last year, and we both realised that we have a very common goal, to help others achieve financial freedom. So he's been very gracious to break his extremely busy schedule to join me on Get Invested. But let's start by asking, what is freedom? How do you define it? Everyone's got their own definition, but for me, it's being able to do what you want, when you want, without having to worry about money. To be free then, you need to have time in your hands, and you can only do that if your income needs are being met without relying on you to generate it. You need to replace your active work income with passive recurring income. It's what I call being passive aggressive. Now there are a number of ways that you can achieve freedom, as there's no one size fits all, because it all depends on your sleep at night factor and your mindset. What are you comfortable with? For my wife Sonia and I, we've done it through property. JLD has achieved it by building a massive income and influence generating podcast ecosystem that has produced over 13 million in US dollars gross revenue in just six years and amazingly given a net return of 9.6 mil over that time. That's, that's just incredible. All of this on the back of his daily EO Fire podcast interviews And he's interviewed over 2,000 people to date, and they include such gurus as Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Seth Godin, Tim Ferriss. And you'll be interested to hear also what he's doing to turn this income into real wealth. Interestingly, he's following many of the principles I discuss in my book, The Freedom Formula. Now, in this jam-packed session, you're going to learn the benefits of dollar-cost averaging, what it means to do the thing, and I can't do it anywhere near well, as well as JLD does with his accent, the importance of a team approach, and the need to become a person of value. Now, because of the time difference between Adelaide and Puerto Rico, I was interviewing at midnight, so I was a little bit war-weary, but JLD is always on fire, and he has this boundless enthusiasm that's very infectious. So get ready to ignite Freedom Fighters, Sit back and enjoy John Lee Dumas. Life is good. Good to hear it's recovered from that uh, terrible storm we had a while back, mate. 
Yes, you know it. Yeah, it's uh, so the house is all good. Everything's sort of chip shape and shiny now. Everything. Bloody awesome. That was quick. No mucking yeah. in your well, neck of the woods. It's been six months, so, you know, it's, it's yeah. been some time. Cool, mate. Now, I know you're a man of very precious time, and I love your discipline and your organization, mate. So, uh, <laughs> so we, uh, we won't muck around. I reckon we'll, we'll almost get straight into it. If you, you're clear and comfortable on the ethos behind what Get Invested's about. Oh, let's do this, brother. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, well, I'm just checking the levels as we speak. So just, just say another couple of words so I make sure that I've got my equipment doing its thing. This is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneurs on Fire. Absolutely, mate. Got it down. So let's let's kick straight into it. So I'll, I'll give it a quick break, and then I'm going to do a pre and a post after. So I'm going to pretty much cut straight to the chase, John. So, Love it. Uh, here we go. The great and famous JLD, the man behind the microphone, the man that's always on fire. I'm really excited and it. Extremely honoured, mate, to have you on the show. Welcome to Get Invested. Bushy, I am fired up to be here, brother. Let's do this. Mate, now I know you are an extremely busy man, so are you ready to ignite and to start a bushfire, John? I'm ready to burn this place to the ground. Okay, let's get this moving. Mate, uh, what are the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made and why? Number one is myself. I mean, that's a simple answer for me because, you know, I have made a lot of investments over the years and I'll get into that in a second, but I've never seen a better ROI return on investment than putting my money, my time, my energy into myself, whether that be educating myself through listening to podcasts like this or videos, courses, you name it. The time and energy that I spend to myself has always been the best investments. Um, number two, to get a little financial, because I am—I uh, do have a corporate financial background. Right. Dollar cost averaging into index funds has been a great investment for myself with what I call the core of my money, so that 80% core, so a very conservative dollar cost averaging into a broad index like the total market index and the international index. Awesome. And with that other 20%, I do what's called the Explorer. That's where I took a a winger a few years back on both Amazon and Facebook, just two companies that I think are going to dominate the world, but I don't know that. I just think they are. So I took a winger on that, you know, with not all of my money, but with a nice solid 20%. And, you know, they both returned well over 100% since I've um, invested in them, and that number just keeps on going up. And, you know, it'll go down when uh, we have the next market crash, no doubt. But I think over the next 40 years that um, those would be good investments. And again, if they're not, that's why I have my core. Yeah, brilliant. Fantastic, mate. Now, that is awesome. Well, look, you've had a uh, an illustrious career so far. But if you were talking to your, your current self was having a chat to your 18-year-old self that had just finished high school, what would you advise him to invest his time, money, and skills in, in order to create freedom? You know, I'd say do the thing. And what I mean by that is it kind of brings me back to my army days where, you know, we spent a lot of time training, but when it came down to it, they just pointed at a tank and they said, hey, get on that, learn how to drive it, you know, learn how to shoot it, you know, learn how to command it. And of course, you know, we had teachers and guiders, but, you know, we were never going to become proficient just reading a book or watching videos. We actually had to do the thing. So I would say to my younger self, I'd say, hey, 
just roll your sleeves up and, and get your hands dirty and do a few things. Like, you know, go work as an intern for a couple people that you really like and admire and respect and seem to be doing cool things yeah. out there in the entrepreneurial world. You know, get out there and you know, actually learn from them, work for them, get your hands dirty, see what the industry is. You know, I see so many people, you know, I think one of the biggest degrees I see here, and I don't want to offend anybody, but this is just the reality because it's in my family. But, you know, people have this like grandiose life of what a nurse is going to be. It's going to be so great to be a nurse. You know, I'm going (laughs) to be able to walk around and help people and do this and do that. And then what do they do? They just invest a ton of time, a ton of energy, a ton of money, becoming a nurse, you know, going through all the classes, and then they actually, you know, finally, years later, become a nurse, and after their second day day in the job, they're like, this is the worst. Like, why am I doing this? This is nothing like how I pictured it. Well, imagine what they could have saved themselves if they had just gone and just shadowed a real life nurse for a couple exactly. days and actually seen if this is what they're going to do. Cause there's some people that do love that, sure. but I've just seen so many people who have this perceived notion about what life is or what a job is going to be. Yep. And they never actually do that thing. They just spend the time, the money just to learn about it and to build themselves up towards it until it's too late. So get in there, get dirty, learn about it and just be willing to fail and to adjust and to pivot and make things happen. Brilliant, mate. That is sensational advice. Try before you buy. I, I think there's no no better advice on that. And that, as you say, there's a lot of people who channeled into thinking you've got to get the education, you've got to do the time, you've got to do the degree, and then find out, holy hell, the real world's uh, completely different. I'm not doing anything that I thought was on the, the TV uh, enactment of the same thing. So brilliant advice, mate. Now, um, Moving moving forward then, uh, I mean, EO Fire uh, to date has generated over 13 mil in uh, gross revenue since its inception, and that's only six years, mate. But what do you invest in to create wealth outside of your podcast business and why? Now, we've, we've talked about the index funds. We've talked about some more of the risky, uh, well, some would say riskier stocks, but that you've obviously placed very well. Is there anything else that you invest in outside of that, mate? I do invest in a team, you know, I mean, that, and that is outside of the specific podcasting um, area because my team does so much more. They basically do everything that I'm not doing. So, you know, like while I'm recording this podcast, you know, I have people on my team doing other things, you know, running ads, optimizing funnels, doing sales copy, making sure my social media is on point. So I always have people that are better at me, that are better than me at doing these things doing these things and you know so they love doing them i don't like doing them because they like doing them they're good at doing them because i don't like doing them i'm not good at doing them i know where my strong suits are i really focus on that and then i just hire i hire people to do the things that i'm not great at so of course you know an accountant and a lawyer's a great example of that but yeah. you know even more nitpicky like into the social media aspect of things i think it's really critical that you identify areas that you can't or don't or aren't good at spending time at yeah. hire there like that's a great use of your money to invest in yourself absolutely and i think uh a really good insight you picked up on there because entrepreneurs in particular feel like they are the best at everything and the only ones that, that can do things well. But the you know, I never are, thought that. No, okay. I've never okay. thought that I'm the best at everything. I've always been like, man, I'm so bad at almost everything. <laughs> I except don't believe that, mate. These, no, it's true, except yeah. these couple things. Like, I think I'm great at a couple things. 
but I honestly think I'm so bad at so many things. Like, you know, it's putting together our lawn furniture outside. I'm not even going to open up the box. Like, you know, we have a handyman. That person's going to do it. He's going to enjoy doing it. He's going to do a great job. Yeah. You know, figuring out my TV, my audio setup. You know, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. Like, I think that I'm really bad at most things. Why? Because I haven't spent any time getting good at those things. So why should I be good at them? I'm not going to be born great at all these things I've never tried before, but other people have spent the time, the energy, and effort to get great at things. Put them in the wheelhouse to hit that home run and let them do it. Yeah, I love it, mate. That's uh, brilliant advice, mate. Um, now, I'm uh, mimicking the old EO fire exercise here, flipping the tables for a minute, uh, and I'm calling it the ambush. So, mate, are you, <laughs> are you ready to uh, do the lightning round and start a bushfire? <laughs> Let's start that bushfire. Let's get that going, mate. So what's your favorite quote and why? My favorite quote is an Albert Einstein quote. Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And Bushy, straight up, like the first 32 years of my life, I was chasing success. And I guess what? I wasn't finding it and I wasn't having it. And that's the reason because I was chasing that success. But when I heard that quote and I finally realized the meaning of it and I said, how can I just add value, yeah. which you know started off for me being a, a daily podcast host, bringing great guests on to share their story, yes. their lessons, their knowledge because they had the value, but I was the conduit for that. That's when things changed and becoming that person of value is something I continue to put at the forefront ever since. That's brilliant, mate. It's, uh, I have a similar expression I'd I call people that are either investors or outvestors, and an outvestor who is someone who gives value and helps others, an investor Ooh. who tends to focus on just themselves, and there's a bit of a spectrum, so you can start as an investor and become an outvestor, but I, I've seen on, on your career and your journey, mate, you've, you've definitely moved from the investor to outvestor, mate, and that's, uh, as you say, that's probably been I like a big that. secret to your success, so that's awesome, mate. Now, uh, on a similar sub sort of topic, what's your uh, the top book you would recommend people read and why? Um, I'm right, reading The Four Horsemen right now, which I okay. think is really fascinating, and that's yep. about Google, Amazon, Facebook, and who am I missing as a fourth? Google, Amazon, Facebook. Oh, and Apple. Apple's yes. the fourth horseman. And I think it's just really fascinating why they've become the four horsemen. And I actually mm. haven't even got to the Apple part in the book yet, which is why I forgot about them. Sure. Um, but I've you know read through the Facebook and the Amazon, and right now I'm in the Google section. And it's just really fascinating as mm. to why they've become the behemoths that they are. And you know why it's going to be really hard to take them down because <laughs> the reality is – you know, they're not just Google. They're not just Facebook. Like, oh, Instagram becomes popular and might take down Facebook. Let's buy them. Oh, WhatsApp yes. has all the attention. Let's buy them. And so yes. they are just buying the attention because they have the money. And it just, it's just that the rich are just getting richer in that area. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how that folds out, actually. No, the a really good read. I haven't read that one myself, so that'll go on the show notes and I'm, I'll be keen to have a dig into that. Yeah, what's the best piece of investment advice you've ever received, John? You know, uh, besides just like the investing in myself, which I heard from other people, I'd say mm. um, to dollar cost average and just, uh, you yeah. know, that yeah. came from a lot of people. Um, you know, I've read a lot of books in the over the years, like the Warren Buffetts and the Bulls of the world. Sure. And it just makes a lot of sense where, hey, you may not have $100,000 to drop into the market right now, but 
if you are able and willing to drop in 200 bucks once yeah. a month on the first of every month yeah. into an index fund, your dollar cost averaging, meaning that when the market's up, you're buying less shares because you're investing that $200. When the market's down, you're buying more shares. You know, over time with the trending of the market over 30, 50, 70 years, like that's going to return a really great investment for you. And so, Absolutely. you know, for me, dollar cost averaging was a great piece of advice. Yeah, love it. Love it. It's, it's something that uh, a lot of people aren't focusing on currently. Uh, it was certainly flavor of the month. Uh, 20 years ago when I started investing pretty seriously in both property and the equities markets, that was something that was talked about a lot. It seems to have faded a little bit, and I'm really glad that you've uh, uh, honed in on that because uh, we can reinforce that with the listeners, mate. So sensational. Um, Can now, I get my, my, my least favorite investing advice? Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Do that too. And I want to just, you know, throw a little ringer out there. Like I am like, don't actually know that much about this area of investing because, because I just don't like it. But I really think that real estate investing is so overrated to me. Like I've done it before and I look at it and I'm sure a couple people have figured it out, but I think that 99% of people get into real estate investing and they just like don't realize the time suck and that when they finally can <laughs> turn that profit and they turn that profit, it just gets eaten away by all these fees and this and that. But hey, that's just one man's opinion. And, um, you know, I think you need to make your own decisions in life. Yeah. But that's an area where I will not be investing in. Well, let, let me just uh, share something very briefly with you on that. I, we've made our fortune out of, out of real estate. And but there's a massive difference between the real estate market in the states and and I own property in the states by the way, uh, and real estate in Australia because uh, Australia has a fascination with property, and uh, from a leverage perspective, uh, there's no better asset class in the Australian market than property to leverage your growth because the shares and property in Australia track very similar in terms of growth. But the banks will let you borrow up to 95% of the value of property. With shares and equities, if you're leveraging, you can only get about half that. So you can effectively get double the result in property that you can. Now, isn't that why you hear those like just fantastic stories of like the Donald Trumps of the world that just, you know, are paper billionaires and then overnight they're in debt the exact same amount of money because they're just over leveraged and then all of a sudden they wake up and the market turns and they're just crushed. Yeah, and the same happens in equities too. The equities market's a lot more volatile here. Again, as I say, very different markets in the States. I own property in the States and there's very little growth in the States. It's good cash flow if you set up the right way, but very little equity growth. So in the US context, completely understand I wouldn't invest in, in shares for growth either. Uh, in uh, sorry, in property for growth either, but uh, very different story here in Oz. So uh, next time you're over here, mate, let me uh, shout you a uh, a drink and a feed, and I'll I'll talk to you about how you could make money in Australian <laughs> property. <laughs> and I will politely decline on uh, not not the drink, but uh, probably the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. Okay, uh, now last thing uh, I don't know about the states, but I know in Australia we all pay way too much tax. In fact, uh, almost half of our income goes in tax if you're a, the average employee. Uh, what's the top thing you've done to pay less tax, mate? And I'm guessing it's probably I moved living in Puerto Rico. Yes, yeah, so exactly. I thought you would say Back that. in 2013, <laughs> Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, so it is the territory of the U.S. So you don't even need a passport to come to this Caribbean island. It's about uh, 1,000 miles off of the coast of Florida. Right. And it's a beautiful little uh, Caribbean island. It's 100 miles wide and 40 miles um, in width. Beautiful. And they passed a bill. 
um, back, uh, it was actually a decree in 2013 and said, hey, anybody that moves their business and themselves yep. to Puerto Rico um, and fulfills a few requirements, like you do have to actually live here, which I sure. now do, and I own a beautiful home and, awesome. and have and a great community and have made great friends. You know, Terrific. it's not all perfection, but it's worked out really well. Um, if you do that, you pay a flat, bushy, wait for it, 4%. Percent no way. 4%. 4%. I was paying 51% in the States, 51%, and now I'm paying 4%. So I moved to Puerto Rico, and I gave myself a 47% raise. Mate, uh, is there a vacant block next to yours? I think I'm coming to Puerto Rico. <laughs> Go to eofire.com slash crib, and you'll see a walkthrough of my home, and then you'll see, funnily enough, that empty lot that you're talking about right next to me. <laughs> All right, I'm putting tabs on it, mate. You might, you might have an Australian neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> it is available for international, I will say. It's not just for Americans. Okay, that's sensational, mate. Look, um, uh, been absolute gold in a very short space of time. It's been a bit of a machine gun dance, mate. But I really appreciate you uh, dedicating some of your extremely valuable time to have a chat with a uh, someone from down under. Uh, I know our listeners are going to get a lot out of that, mate. So. Uh, if those, if anyone wants who hasn't heard of you, and most people have in the podcast world, but uh, where should they get in touch with you, mate? Well, listen, all the magic happens at eofire.com. Head over there. We have links to our podcast, but then we also have um, some free courses, a free course on how to podcast, on how to do webinars, on how to create a funnel. So just some like really quick-hitting, valuable courses um, completely for free that can be really valuable resources eofire.com sensational john look uh, give your lovely kate a huge hug from myself and sonia we really enjoyed your company uh, in brisbane when you're over it was an yeah. awesome few days I love so brisbane. uh keep up the fantastic work mate and uh, if you're ever over this way uh, we'd love to catch up and uh, keep a watch on that vacant lot next door mate <laughs> <laughs> i could be knocking on Thanks, the door asking you for a, a bubble sugar Draw it on it. Thanks, JD. <laughs> Bye, mate. Bye. Bye. How good was that? I hope you enjoyed it. To get a summary of all the investment gold and to get a copy of the show notes, email me on hello at khgroup.com.au. That's H-E-L-L-O at khgroup.com.au. Or check us out at www.khgroup.com.au forward slash invested. And join me next week for another episode of the Get Invested Podcast. Thanks for listening. And as always, dream as if you'll live forever and live as if you'll die tomorrow.